Hey everybody, this is PPTC Fitness Podcast, and I'm Ronnie Petito, the owner of PPTC Fitness, here with my manager today, Roy. Roy, how you doing today, man? I'm doing great, man, and yourself? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm pretty excited to be back on the podcast, you know, only the second podcast we've done so far, so I'm just looking to keep improving, just keep giving people information, really. Uh, last time we talked about my background and, you know, what I've done for a living and, uh, how I got here and what motivates me and what are my fitness goals and a lot of different things in my background. Today we're gonna talk about you though, man. <laughs> oh snap. Oh snap. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, I'm pretty excited. Uh, I just, you know, once again, we're just doing the first two sessions, me and Roy, for the simple fact that we want everybody to understand uh, what we're about, what PPTC Fitness about, and really where we came from. So we want you guys to know who's behind the movements and behind the ideas and behind basically all the positivity and motivation from PPTC Fitness and where that stemmed from, you know, and that comes from roots, deep roots, you know. It's not, um, it's not something, you know, you don't grow, you're not just there right away. You're not at that level right away where every day you're gonna wake up motivated, every day you're gonna do this, because that's just not the case. You actually have to grow that, you know, you have to grow that discipline and stuff. And we want people to know that it ain't an easy road for nobody. <laughs> Even the people that you see like, oh, my trainers are so fit and do all this stuff. Yeah, we got there somehow, <laughs> ain't that right, Roy? Yeah, it's a journey, <laughs> man. Yeah, bro, so let's get to the questions, man. So before we even get to your background, like we talked about, you're the new manager of PPTC. You know, we hired you about a month ago, and uh, it's been going great so far. But before you know, before we really talk about anything else, I just want to talk about you being a manager. Um, first of all, how do you like it? What do you want for this gym? And where do you kind of you know see it going, or where do you want to take it? What are some well, talk about that? Well, man, it's been a blessing, man. I, I, I truly, I thank God every day that I come through those doors because I honestly never thought that I would have an opportunity like this. You know, I promise you it wasn't planned. You know, it wasn't something like I just woke up and was like, yeah, this is something I want to do. But, you know, but um, I'm here and every, every day of it has been great. It's been an awesome opportunity to see people transform and really come in and put in work and Honestly, that that drives me every day just to be able to see people do better, get one more rep, you know, reach new personal best. And that that honestly gets me going, man. So it's awesome to see every day. Heck yeah, man. That's that's one of my favorite parts about being an owner or being a trainer in general or a performance coach or whatever you want to call me. I mean, we do a lot of things here, but really, whatever you want to call me, you know, it, becoming a trainer and that that's really what you look for. You look for that aha moment you look for that light bulb moment you look for people to understand that it is about the journey and it is about being positive and it is a lot about your mindset and you know uh what you do every day you know because what you do every day represents you know eventually who you are right what do you yeah, get done yeah, i agree 100 percent, man <laughs> and um let's let's be honest it all starts in the gym as far as um, mentality and physical it all goes together yeah yeah i'm a strong believer on uh, it's all mental um it's 80 percent, i believe mental and like 20 percent of the physical really man so um so you enjoy that now i gotta ask you uh, i i know my personal opinion but i want to ask you as far as like so you've been a manager for about a month. Have how have you felt you've transformed? Uh, maybe not even just physically, but maybe mentally or like as a person or as a manager. Because this and the reason I'm asking this is for everybody out there who um who who doesn't understand or maybe is at a certain point where they don't feel like they can progress. But you know, it's all about having a mindset that every little step you take forward is gonna get you there. So even in a month, what 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 have you felt in a month, man, growing as far as like, you know? Uh, yeah, man, honestly growing, it's been more just mental for me. Like it's, I've improved, it's helped me become more outspoken. It's given me a voice I feel for sure that mm -hmm. I felt I never had. I feel like I, I, I'm finding out who I really am here and it's, and it's, it's I'm, I'm getting comfortable being uncomfortable here. And it's yeah. that everyone's, and you know, and it's they all think. What a say, great <laughs> statement. Uncomfortable being, un, uh, comfortable being uncomfortable. Why don't you explain that to everybody who might not understand what you mean by being, being comfortable with being uncomfortable. I mean, it's not easy, man. It, like you said, it's, it's, it's what you do every day. I get up every day and you know, it's, you got, I gotta get there mentally, you know, and I'm not, it's not easy for me to just, 
walk up to someone and just start a conversation, but you know, I know I gotta do it, so I build myself up. And I bet everyone that's met me probably thinks I, that that's crazy. Like, oh, there's no way, you're not really a quiet guy, but yeah, I've always been that quiet guy, man. And <laughs> not in here though, so that's why it's, it's awesome and it's a blessing to see others and myself see how much I've come, you know, and it's just great feeling, man. Yeah, man, and I completely agree with that because like I said, I'll, I, now I'll tell you guys my personal opinion. Um, the way uh, I've seen everybody grow, you know, first and foremost, you as a uh, manager or like, you know, someone who wants to really run a spot well, you know, you got a to-do list, you got this checklist and you got things you mark off, you know, you want the gym to be clean, you know, especially with the coronavirus going around, you want everybody to make sure that oh, yeah. they know it's safe, sanitary and stuff like that. But on top of that, I've seen you go from doing the to-do list to doing the, you know, um, things that you feel like you need to do, but aren't exactly on the to-do list just a checklist of like oh i got that done you know i cleaned my room made my bed kind of checklist i'm talking about like you're checking all the boxes like oh okay this client came in last time and uh her hip was bothering her so you know how's your hip feeling today what's going on with it has it been messing with you all day do we need to stretch it more you know and we're you're you're talking to these people and understanding not only what's going and remembering what's going on with them but you're building a relationship with each and every one of them uh, uh, to the point to where you understand what's going on in their life, you understand what's going on, you know, whether they're having a bad day, whether they're having a good day. And I, I know people don't get that anywhere really anymore. Oh, no, man. No, you're just a number in other places. Yeah, man. And, and I feel like you really represent what I have tried to build this gym on um, with the idea that, hey, not only are you coming in here and you're gonna get real results, but you're gonna meet a family and people that care about what's actually going on in your life. It's almost like having your own life group. I mean, I don't know if uh, anybody on this podcast goes to church, but a lot of churches like to run life groups, so they're basically small groups of people that get together and um, you know go over things maybe they're go going through daily. Uh, or just to get together to eat and have a good time. But basically it's people that lean on each other and know what each other's about, know what each other are striving for, and at the same time try to help each other out. And I feel like that's really what we're doing here. We're creating these small or larger life groups of people that enjoy each other's company but really love to kill their workout at the same time. You know, So we're killing the workout and we're having a good time. I mean, I said it on the last podcast, it's not like you're just coming into this gym throwing headphones in and being like, oh, I'm just repping out my workout. Now, don't get me wrong. You can definitely do that. Oh, yeah. But mainly we're coming in here and we have people just talking about what's going on in their day while they're doing their full workout, you know, not missing having a beat. Having a great time. Yeah, having a, exactly, man. I mean, where can you beat that? And I feel like, you know, it's not uh, me just representing that no more. I feel like my manager is doing a good job representing that as well. And that proves true just by how you felt you've evolved i think the same thing i think that you've evolved mentally i think that you've gone ahead and took it a step further because everything as he mentioned before he likes to be uh he's getting comfortable being uncomfortable which you know basically means hey i don't want to do this right now but no matter what my brain is telling me i'm gonna do this like, I'm gonna get it done, right? Is that basically what you're yeah, saying? That's what it is, you know? that uh, It's not always, trust me, it's not always gonna be fun. It's not, it's, it's sometimes you gotta go through the storm, but it's just getting through it. It's, it makes it all worth it. Yeah, it's just like your workouts, you know, every, you know, whenever you schedule your workouts, whether it's after work or before work, nobody wants to do it, right? But it's the days you don't wanna do it and you actually get up to do it, those are the days that build you. You know, nobody's gonna be motivated every day. Matter of fact, you're gonna be, um, you're gonna have more, more days that you're not motivated than the days you are motivated. And that's a fact. Like, oh, I've known yeah. that through experience, but I mean, if anybody is listening to Joe Rogan and his podcast, they know he preaches that all the time. And that all is just time. so, it's so like on point because, like, yeah, I, I don't wanna get up and work out. You know, I don't wanna do these things. You know, I don't wanna, uh, go home and you know uh, make dinner. Have to eat to fill my stomach. Sometimes you're just so tired you don't want to do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but like you got to do these things, and you know once you make it a need to do, as far as like being positive and having that mindset, 
all you can do is progress from that point on and really enjoy what you're doing. And I think that's what we try to emulate with everybody here. And it's it's been awesome to watch you grow, man. You've been doing great this no, past yeah, month. No, yeah, man. And just to touch up on what you were saying, like that, uh, see, seeing uh, people walk in through those doors, you know, and just being able to tell that, you know, oh, something's up. Like, yeah, you know, what's going on? You're having a bad day, you know, and you gotta, yeah, you just gotta make them feel what, like they're important. So, and, and I know people love that about here. That's, it's awesome seeing that too. And they get their workout, even if they don't feel like doing a workout, they're coming in here trying to, they'll end up, as long as they leave better than the way they came in, it's, it's a win. That's all that matters. Yeah, and everybody knows uh, throwing weights around or running or whatever your speed is as far as like exercise goes, um, that literally kills a lot of anxiety, a lot of anger, a lot of stress. It's, um, you know, almost some people's addiction. I mean, I've had so many people come in here over the years, Roy, that would, um, would be addicted, a lot of alcoholics. And like, you know, guys who go to AA in the same AA group and basically saying, um, you know, hey, if we're gonna be addicted to something, you know, it's really hard to, advert that addiction to something good but if we're going to be addicted to something let's be addicted to something healthy for us yeah you know <laughs> and 100 percent this kind of uh lifestyle can become addicting for sure you know staying fit and once you start seeing the results and you start getting used to that soreness it definitely becomes addicting yeah it becomes addicting <laughs> in and a good way it's almost like eating healthy too because like if you eat healthy enough i mean i had uh we have a guy named christian in here who's working on his nutrition recently and um, he uh, was talking to me about that. He was like, you know, I'm eating so well that if I go and binge for like a day, a day, not, not one meal, obviously one meal doesn't mess up your stomach, but if I binge for a day, like things I used to eat like regularly, because I've been eating so well, it literally destroys my stomach. Like it's not a good thing and it don't, it don't work out well. So, and that just goes to show you, your body kind of, um, your body and mentality, if it's focused on a certain thing, it wants to react towards that. Like, so if you have positivity towards your nutrition, like, hey, I'm eating this for a good cause, I'm eating this to lose a certain amount of weight, or I'm eating this to gain a certain amount of weight or muscle weight or whatever. If you're actually attributing that, you know, if, you, if that why is strong, you know, you can keep that motivation going. And that's kind of like, you know, what you did here, just learning everybody in general. You made sure that you talked to people and you made sure you reached out and you made sure that they knew that we are there for them and that they could talk to us at any time. And I mean, dude, what's better than that? Like, Yeah, you can't beat that, man. No, man, nowhere. Exactly. Nowhere can you beat that, man. It's just, you know, it, it makes me feel good knowing that we're moving in the right direction. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel that everybody understands that no matter where you're at in life or what's going on in your life, we're willing to be there, we're willing to help, we're really willing to be take part, just like you take part in supporting us here and supporting our our dreams and supporting our knowledge and supporting you know what we represent as a facility, as PPTC Fitness. And you know, shout out to all the clients who are listening to this, by the way, we love all you guys. So much. So much, you guys uh, are just the best, man, and I, um, I'm so thankful for each and every person that steps into this gym and becomes part of the PPTC uh, FitFam. Just, just want to throw that out there. Quick shout out. All right, so let's move on, man. Why don't we go? So we said, let's not start a background. Then we got on a huge rant. Yeah. So <laughs> it happens. <laughs> it happens, man. Hey, we just love the people and love to explain how um, how we interact with the people here because it's just such a blessing for us to interact with the people the way we do. But um, so why don't you tell everybody where you came from, man? Where are you from? You ain't from Cape Coral. <laughs> nah, man, nah, nah. I'm glad I'm not. But I love, it. I love, I love it now. No, <laughs> no you get old, bro. You get yeah, old. I'm loving it now. You would have said that a couple years no ago. No more fast life for me, man. But <laughs> yeah, man. I was originally. Uh, I'm from uh, Allentown, PA. I was born in New York, Brooklyn. You know, but uh, I'm here now. I've been in Cape Coral for about ten years now. Um, I, I, I came down my junior year, I believe, and I graduated. Junior year of high school, right? Yep, yep, junior okay. year of high school. Wow, that's that's late, bro. What yeah, made you guys man. move down? 
Ah, uh, they were just the crime, man. My parents, they they were fed up with it. They knew there wasn't much future up there, and with my sister oh. just being born. Oh, really? They yeah. were scared for your sister yeah, being born. They yeah. were just scared for your family being Basically, in that crappy situation. Yeah. So my dad knew, oh, wow. you know, the best situation would probably be to just move to an area that it's not too close to everyone, you know. Sure. <laughs> but uh, close enough to you know where you can still visit everybody. <laughs> hey. Yeah. When, when, uh, when you have a kid, man. Nah, bro. When you have a kid, you don't play no games. Keep yeah, going. man. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I was like, Cape Coral, what's that, man? They told me Miami. I was like, this ain't Miami. <laughs> <laughs> this definitely ain't no yeah. Miami. Miami so, is, and Roy's like, nah, man, that's two hours away. I got to drive there every other weekend. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'll take, but hey, I love it now, though, but um, just so, so, so just to cut you off real quick, if you could live in Miami, you wouldn't live in Miami, you live here. I live here. Right now. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Keep yeah, going. 100%. I, yeah. Maybe, just to confirm. I'm glad I didn't make that decision back okay. then. Okay. <laughs> just to confirm. So, um, uh, as soon as I got here, my junior year, I uh, was playing uh, varsity baseball, and um, that's where I met. Uh, what what position did you play? Uh, I played a uh, pitch starting pitcher. Uh, outfield. Yeah. Yeah. I love really pitching. Pitching was, yeah, always pitching was your thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. You know, I'm not that good at, at hitting. So yeah, I didn't well, really want to hit. We're, we're, the, we're the opposite because I'm not very good at pitching. <laughs> yeah. So definitely pitching all the way, man. <laughs> that's funny, man. So, uh, so and that's where you're going to say that's where you met Randy, right? Yep. Yep. That's where I met your brother, man. Yeah. That's my brother. And that's where it all started, man. That's where this journey all could started. And um, I, I just, so, I, I right away, I got to meet your dad as well. And your dad right away showed, opened me, uh, arms open and it was awesome, man. Yeah, man. Uh, they, uh, that's where you guys met up. Um, so as far as your high school going into, um, what did you do? Did you go straight to college or how did that work out for you? I know, um, from my understanding, you stopped playing after your senior year was over. And then what did you do after that? Yeah, man, it, it got when I started realizing like, oh, man, uh, it's the real, real world now. I got to I got to figure out what I want to do, you know, so um, I didn't really have anything set up. But I definitely I, I got into college right away. I went to Edison back when it was called Edison, uh, did a few years there. Then I transferred to Hodges University to a private school oh, Okay. and to pursue a degree in management. And that's what I got my BS in right now. And um, I ended up landing a job at a, at a hotel, La Quinta. La Quinta. <laughs> yeah, so I uh, did six years there as manager. And um, I definitely learned a lot, a lot of good, a lot of bad. But, you know, it prepared me for this. So, so you say a lot of good, a lot of bad. So let's go, let's go over that real quick before we move forward. <laughs> Because, <laughs> you know, I guess this is where your customer experience comes in with um, with our amazing clients that come into the facility. So yeah. um, what's the, what's the what was the uh, good you encountered over there? Start with that. Well, I mean, not all customers were bad. You know, you do you have those good people that, that showed up, you know, didn't leave the rooms a mess or didn't give you a hard time or, you know, just weren't bad people. You know, they, they follow the rules, you know, easy check in, check out, boom. And then you had the others that just live to give you a headache, you know, uh, just don't want to pay or don't want to leave the room and always want to fight you and stuff like that. So it definitely got a little bit of both. <laughs> more than more bad than good, though. OK, OK. <laughs> so what about the bad then? Uh, the bad, I mean, just a lot of like building issues a lot of customer service issues but i mean at the end of the day it was all lessons so i mean it's not bad in, in the long run i guess you can say but because it prepared me for you know what i have to deal with in the real world anyways because that's business at the end of it but sure. here you know you're gonna have issues you're gonna have people always you know gonna have to provide customer service so it definitely i prepared me those six years yeah no definitely man uh dealing with people that aren't the best um but being able to deal with it in a reasonable manner and uh, still keep your wits about you, still know that, you know, a uh, love all people, all people can have, you know, shoulder, uh, so to speak, ass sometimes. And, uh, you know, it, it's not always fun, but, you know, you can remain grounded and it, we can choose how to react to crappy situations. So that's good, man. That's That's good that you learned how to react to, you know, terrible situations like that because, you know, you don't always encounter those at every single job. It depends on where you're working, right? Yeah, yeah, it definitely helped me uh, work on my patients. And uh, you definitely see that not all people are bad, man. There's there's definitely good people out there. 
Yeah, so you went from La Quinta, and then, so when you're working out in La Quinta, I'm assuming that uh, when this whole COVID thing hit, that you're kind of out of a job, almost? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, you know, like everywhere else, everything was going to the crap, and, you know, companies were just all cutting, making cuts. Yeah, and, for uh, bankruptcy. Yeah, yeah, so, no. I mean, it got to the point where I was only working, like, a two, three days, and, you know, obviously that's not going to cut it, so, you know, I had a decision to make, you know, uh, I, what am I gonna do next, you know? And that's where uh, you came, man. And uh, I saw an opportunity and uh, I haven't looked back and it's going great so far. I'm glad I made that choice. Uh, <laughs> not choosing the easy route, you know, because obviously every I had, you know, some people saying that, you know, you should stick with the, the, the more reliable source of income. But, yep. you know, it's not always like that. You, sometimes you gotta take a leap of faith and that's how you, you make your dreams happen. Yeah, you gotta take a leap of faith and then sometimes you gotta take risks because I mean, you know, you don't wanna be in a position where you're doing something that you don't like, you know? Exactly, and, and that's what I had to tell myself. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, um, there's gonna be things you don't like within something you love as it is. So yeah, if you gotta, you know, vacuum or, you know, scrub a toilet, you know, I've scrubbed every toilet in this ship forever, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Being the owner and everything, because I was, you know, a one man show for the longest time, so, you know. But, you know, learning all this stuff, man, and just progressing and, and doing these kind of things, man, it just led you to, to this position and you took a chance on yourself, man. It's, uh, it's been awesome for, uh, I could say for, you said for you, but I could say for the PBTC and our um, people in general, all the people that come into the facility are definitely more benefited from uh, having both of us here and uh, you back, you on staff, man. So, yeah, man. yeah we're both excited. We're all excited for it. Um, Moving forward, man, from your from your past, what uh, let's go into fitness. What are your fitness goals for yourself? For myself to be better each day. Okay. Uh, yeah, just I just I'm my biggest competitor, man. I don't really look at other people when it comes to working out or athletes like that, because you know, obviously, I'm not the biggest guy. I'm not the tallest, so. I just, I, I, I talk so much crap to myself in my own head. <laughs> and then, so that's what I'm saying. So it's me versus me all the time, so. Don't we all? Yeah. <laughs> that's everybody's problem, man. Yeah, yeah, man. So, but, so that, that, that's what pushes me in the fitness world. Uh, so I just want to be better every day, you know. I just, because I know I can give it more every time. One more rep, one more push, and, and yeah. Yeah, man, no, that's definitely a good mindset to have. I definitely feel you there. You can never let yourself slip. Um, and uh, it's basically almost when you when you start doing it every day, especially the working out, and it's almost like ingrained. It's something you need to do. It's not something like, oh, da da da. It's something you look forward to. You know, like people don't understand. Once you get past that two week, that month period where you're just like so sore that you can't do anything. Don't get me wrong. We will still make you sore. But once you get past that month part, you know, even sometimes for some people, it's just two weeks. Once you get past that. It's still hard, but it becomes easier on your body. It doesn't destroy you. It actually becomes easier to the point to where, oh, I can add more. Oh, I can do more things like this. Oh, I can do more things like that. And you just start realizing how much you can actually do. And it becomes it becomes crazy. It almost becomes eye-opening. You're like, wow, I didn't know I could do all this. But it's almost like you got to get past that first couple weeks of mental block. First couple weeks to a month of like mental block, like, oh, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks. Well, yeah, it sucks. You haven't done nothing for a while, so, you know? Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> That's part of it, man. All right, so let's just, for all the clients out there, um, let's say if, if you were uh, talking to a new client that just came in, uh, as far as your fitness goals for them, what would, you, what would they be? Do you have any anything like strictly in mind to say, hey, I want to make sure all my clients learn this, or I want to make sure all my clients do this, or you know, what what is your goal for each individual person that comes in the gym? Um, my goal for each person that comes in through those doors is to simply make sure that they walk out like they learn something by and happy. You know, I just want to make sure that everybody's happy. And they, they actually had a good time learning a new world because it's everything you're going to do in here is it's not going to be your usual workout. And, you know, it's it's different. It's definitely it's going to be challenging at first. But like Ronnie was saying, it, you know, it's get easier. It's going to get easier and you just got to go with it and trust the process and and 
And that's why I just try to see what their goal is first and then go off of that to try to just be there to motivate them and support them. And they know that they'll always have someone there to help them push through that one more rep. You know, if they're squatting you make sure they, they got someone there pushing them, making sure their form is great, making sure everything's on point because I want them always to learn learn not only get better physically but mentally so it's it's all so it's basically all your goal for them is to learn what's going on with their body yeah yeah i want them to really see what their body can do what it can handle because that's what it's all about right and and on top of that i mean i guess we can even branch out into learning about certain injuries because everybody has some kind of tick right oh my neck hurts all the time my shoulder hurts all the time when i do this my shoulder pops out or when i do this my knee feels weird or you know my knees are just gone or my hips are just gone. I mean, dude, people have so many different yep, injuries. Yep. So it's like, uh, and a lot of people don't understand it. And then some things it's like, oh, it's my back when really it's the upper butt. It's the piriformis muscle, which is your upper butt that people have no clue about. And it feels like lower back radiating lower back pain. But on all reality, if you just stretch that specific muscle and know how to do it right, it alleviates alleviates every little bit of pain. Oh yeah, it's mind blowing. It's that, it it's that simple. <laughs> and it's so funny because I have so many people in here come in here and uh, when your knee hurts, okay, just for everybody listening, I just want to make this super clear. Unless you have some hereditary thing with your knees that's from your family that a doctor, you know, went over with you or unless you already got um, looked at by a doctor, got some x-rays and MRIs and they actually showed you that there were some issues going on with your knee or unless you actually heard it doing something and you know for a fact that like your knee went out of place or you tore something, your knee's not hurt. So a lot of people come in with radiating knee pain. Oh, it hurts right there, it's a sharp pain. And 95 to 98% of the time, it has to do with their hips and butt. So when your hips, when, when your hips and butt or your body in general gets tight, it doesn't allow certain muscles to move a certain way. And when certain muscles are being relied on more, for instance, if your hips are in an awkward position or they're, or they're super tight, or that upper butt muscle is super tight, maybe your legs aren't gonna move as well. So you're only gonna get so much out of your steps. So now you're moving your whole, whole, whole torso as well as you know really focusing on the butt and the middle section of your body to walk. So, so now it's getting tighter and tighter and tighter. And then obviously a lot of people sit down all day through their work day or a lot of people sit down when they get home from work and nobody stretches out their body. So eventually that's gonna cause pain because the buildup and the muscle and the stress of your day and things like that weigh down on your muscles, get your muscles tight because the brain tells the body as we all know. So yeah. when the stress signals get sent from the brain to the rest of your body, it starts tightening up certain things. That's why a lot of people's necks are tight, yeah. you know? So, and that's what happens. You know, the, the stress radiates being on your feet all day or even sitting all day, both those things can cause problems with it, you know? So it really um, helps a lot of people to understand when we're able to sit there and tell them like, no, it's this, and actually show them it's that by a certain stretch or something like that, or as well as if they are hurt and it's not just stretching that's gonna help them, then we can also tell them that like, hey, no, I think you need to go see a doctor, make sure that everything's in place, or hey, no, I think you need to go see a chiropractor because your hips are a little out of place, so, you know, and we're able to tell them these things and they can go get checked. So, you know, it's really good to have that advice, guys. It's really good to have that knowledge and that backup. You know, it's such a great point that Roy pointed out. Want people to learn their bodies. And the more you learn their, your body, not only do you get stronger and do you look better, but you also walk around pain-free because you know what's hurting. So as soon as it starts hurting, boom, you stretch it out or you ask us and then we teach you. So it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool process with our clients. I enjoy that aspect for sure. Yeah, 100%. Um, so you kind of talked about um, the learning experience. Now, I, I guess I could factor into this, but if there's anything more you can say on this topic before we move forward, you know, maybe, maybe speak on it a little bit more. So if we were speaking to anybody outside the gym that's never been to PPTC, that's only been to like Planet Fitness or Around the Clock or, you know, maybe been to a, um, you know, more private-like gym, but it's not PPTC, right? Um, or anybody who's uh, online or not even in 
the state of Florida because we do online training as well mm -hmm. and have the same kind of client interaction with online training as we do personal training. So if you were to talk to somebody and tell them what their greatest benefit is, what's their greatest benefit to joining PPTC? Do you think it's just a learning experience or is there a little more to it? What do you think? Uh, for sure, more to it, man. It's just not, they're gonna learn a lot. They're gonna get stronger. They're gonna enjoy, they're gonna get out of their cocoons too because not only do people come in here and you, they might not be the most social person, yep. but everyone starts engaging here because everyone supports each other and everyone is, is family here. That's what it's all about, man. Like you, you can be hitting your personal best one day and everyone's gonna stop without making things awkward and really cheer you on and really support you. It's yep. it's all love here. It really is, man. The vibes are, it's just always good and positive. That's what I love the most about it because people come in here, they, they might, you know, have been having a bad day, but then they start getting some cheers, some support and just always hand clapping and you know all positive and then their moods change completely man yep absolutely man i completely agree with you it's so awesome to it, people that are having the worst days come in here like man my day was blah, blah 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 and you know they before during their 15 minute stretching they're telling you everything about it and then by the time they're done they're not even talking about it no more because they're totally moved on and they're you know just feel great about the workout they just did so you are dead spot on man wow yeah like it's not it's like it's not just physical like i said it's people are you walk out of here becoming a just a better person in general because it, it teaches you things that you can use in the real world for sure absolutely man totally agree all right dude let's switch this over to sports now you know we've talked about the gym for a while so let's change speeds so um i guess the first place we should start is um Sean O'Malley, I, I I love watching the guy fight. So, oh, man. so just for anybody who don't who don't watch MMA, uh, we're talking about a UFC fighter. His name is Sugar Sean O'Malley, and um, we love watching him fight. But his last fight, we were a little disappointed, and not because he lost, just how the fight went in general. Um, you got, what do you think about <laughs> man, you think about it, man? I'm already I'm already getting upset, man. <laughs> that that was very disappointing, man, to see. I was very excited to see him beat that guy, man, like he should have. Um it was just it's just unfortunate how it ended, man. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. But it was so weird though, because like he definitely got injured with something and there's a lot of speculation to it, whether it was like a from a kick or did he do a kick or did he just roll his ankle? But obviously there's a little more to it. I mean, it was weird, right? I mean, it's that's all it's ever gonna really be is speculation at the end of the day, man. No one's gonna really know. Yeah, only the doctors. Yeah. I mean, maybe they'll come out with it to see what actually yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah, like, but it was just weird, man. I could have sworn it was like his knee, like it just looked, his leg gave out or something, man. Well, I actually um, ran across this video on YouTube um, and this doctor was explaining it. Uh, let me see if I can find it real quick. Sean O'Malley's unbeaten UFC record came to an end at UFC 252, in part due to this interesting looking ankle or foot injury that he suffered during the fight. Welcome back everybody, I'm Dr. Brian Suter and this is your number one source for learning about everything related to sports injuries and sports medicine news. In this video, I wanna try and give some additional insight here on what could have happened with Sugar Sean O'Malley and his ankle slash foot injury suffered here at UFC 252. As always, if you enjoy learning about this unique set of sports, then please consider subscribing to my channel. So this doctor was talking about what might have happened with the leg injury I just wanted to give you guys a quick intro on him, but he goes right into it, talking about it here. When this injury supposedly happened, right here we can see O'Malley plant with that right foot, kind of give a funny little twist to his foot and ankle here, and then as he tries to step forward again, he completely catches his toes, trips over his foot, rolls his ankle pretty substantially, and then of course after that was pretty close to when the fight was ended. If we go back and watch this again one more time, I want you to pay special attention to right at the very beginning when he plants with his right foot. So as he's stepping forward, you can see him plant, shift his weight to that right foot, and then he kind of does this little shift. And you can see as I play it back and forth, how his heel kind of initially goes in and then swings out really quick right there. Based on what we'll talk about in a minute here, it wouldn't surprise me if this was actually the move that caused him to hurt his foot more. I will say too, there was a point earlier in the fight here where O'Malley took this kick to the knee. And then if you so yeah, uh, just to let everybody know, obviously we don't have a video going, this is all radio right now, but um, just to let everybody know what the doctor was showing was that his foot, like if you were to just stand basically on your toes, 
with your heel in the air and put all your pressure down on that is what he did before he rolled his ankle and his and his leg did a, like a little weird twitch and the doctor was saying that you could tear something in there that was the same injury he had um i think two and a half years ago and i guess that could cause your foot to be like basically immovable and then could definitely make your ankle roll like that so that's crazy man <laughs> yeah it doesn't look good i hate watching it <laughs> yeah it's nasty man nasty man and then he ate the floor yeah. <laughs> and then that was about it man nah but um it's speculation because everybody's like sitting there going oh well this this guy either didn't deserve the win or this guy destroyed him like there's no <laughs> like what do you think about that <laughs> nah man i definitely i don't think the guy destroyed him yeah he finished it but all credit to him obviously he trained hard for the fight but i mean there was sean o'malley was was going everything was going exactly as planned until that happened yeah no i totally agree i i definitely think he was winning the fight the other guy what is this cheeto cheeto yeah. vera he um he didn't really uh hit him with much he kicked him a few times but that was about it he yeah he really wasn't he much. wasn't doing much pressure till that happened <laughs> yeah it was pretty uh it was pretty one-sided till that happened unfortunately <laughs> i was a little upset though man I, I really wanted to see it go more man, man. i really want to see it go more all right now let's move on to the fight everybody wants to see obviously the two old men mike tyson and roy jones jr <laughs> how do you feel about that fight bro I, I honestly my honest opinion I'm excited. <laughs> Just, I'm excited too. Man, I'm excited because man, you know, I'm sure like most people um like me didn't really get to see Mike Tyson growing up, you know, obviously or when he was, you know, actually a superstar, but so uh, just to be able to see him, even if it's not his best, man, but seeing him, the way he's training right now, definitely looks like it's it's pretty close. Nah, dude, freaking, oh, man, jeez. Mike Tyson, I loved watching him growing up. Now, don't get me wrong, it was like in the beginning of me growing up, so it wasn't like, oh, I was rooting him on, and I knew who yeah, Mike Tyson was, yeah. all that stuff. But my dad was a, a Olympic boxer, so, you know, I was able to, uh, you know, I was just brought up into it, so. He would always watch the fights, man, and Tyson just starts with people. He actually went to the Olympic trials that Tyson was attending. And um, if anybody who knows boxing, Tyson did not win at those Olympics, not even at the trials. He, was, he didn't even make the team, so um, which is crazy. That's to usually think about. how it goes, though, man. Michael Jordan didn't make the team. He yeah. didn't make the cut. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, but it, Michael Jordan wasn't knocking people out with stomach punches. Hey, yeah. <laughs> My dad said that he was literally hitting people in the stomach and knocking them out cold, like out, like, hey, wake up. Like, not like, oh, my stomach, oh, I can't breathe. Like, wake up, because he knocked them out. He hit them so hard in the stomach. That's insane, Yeah, that bro. Is, that's not normal. That's definitely a gift. <laughs> that's not, bro, you're, there's no way you're pooping right for like, nah, <laughs> for nah, like nah. two weeks. I'm good, man. I, you can't pay me to take there's a There's no way you're pooping nah. right for two weeks. <laughs> Bro, maybe we should have, if Mike Tyson wins this fight, maybe we were watching David Blaine the other day, maybe we should have David Blaine like take a punch from him. He said he could do that. Right, like, yeah. Houdini, right? <laughs> Let's see it. Let's see it. Oh, my goodness. All right. Um, so we actually had some uh, YouTube video queued up, but I wanted to see, because um, Roy said he didn't really, you know, get to see Mike Tyson growing up. So I was like, well, you could just see Mike Tyson now, and then you could just picture what it was like a few years ago and i sent him an older um or a newer video on youtube of, with his training leading up to this fight oh my goodness <laughs> where's that video you got it yep yep coming up right now uh the youtube ads yeah <laughs> of course of course gotta love them go ahead just get to where it is yeah there you go you can just hear him hitting the pads <laughs> That's insane. Man. Come on, Roy. I, I, I'm saying, man, he's 50. Well, Roy, I think he's faster than you, man. 100% faster. I'm not. I'm not gonna argue with that. He might even be faster than me. Yeah, bro. Look at that. That's insane, man. Oh, Look at his goodness. freaking legs. Yeah, his legs are ginormous, man. Freak is he doing, man? And that's like never working out before all of this probably. Yeah, do you remember like a year ago he was on Joe Rogan's podcast and he looked fat. He was fat. He yeah. had hot belly. <laughs> Not no more. Bro, still doing it. Look how he moves too, like jumping inside. Yeah, man. 
I feel bad for his trainer. Yeah. I, I, I bet you he has you that know he feels that in his hands. Look at, look at it in his face. He's terrified. If he lets that shoulder go, like, what? If, <laughs> if he lets his shoulder go limp for one second, it's yeah. over. <laughs> one messed up punch and it's over. Nah, hold on. So, all right. So we're talking about Mike Tyson. Let's switch the conversation to Roy Jones in this because Roy Jones was nasty in his time. Don't get me wrong. He could knock some people out. He went to heavyweight. He beat the crap out of the dude at heavyweight. I think it was Ruiz, John Ruiz, uh, the heavyweight champion at the time. And he was a light, he moved all the way from like middleweight to heavyweight. So he was a beast, man. He's knocking people yeah, out. Yeah, he went 49 0 before he lost. Um, but we do know one thing about Roy. Uh, his chin's a little suspect now that he's getting older, man. Ever since Antonio Tarver got him, you know. <laughs> yeah, man, that glass chin ain't it no more. <laughs> oh, man. I, dude, I just don't. I'm just hoping he don't do no showboating because he might piss Tyson off and Tyson don't play that game. Oh, no, that's why I'm that's why I'm excited because I know Tyson cannot just act. He can't just play no script. Oh it, my so goodness, Ro bro. Roy is he's screwed if he's not on top of his game. Dude, I'm thinking this way. If Roy gets touched one time, I don't know if anybody knows about Roy's career, but he beat Montel Griffin and he knocked him across the ring when he knocked him out. He like knocked him from the middle with a left hook all the way to the right side of the ring. Damn. Yeah, he cracked him. And uh, it's because he lost that guy, but he just got disqualified and didn't really lose his belt. And the guy was going around talking crap like, oh, I won, da, da, da. And he's like, okay, we'll see. And then he <laughs> destroyed him, man. I just imagine if Roy gets hit like with a bomb by Tyson, I feel like that's going to be the same kind of thing. I, I see that happening, bro. I see that happening. Oh, my man. goodness. Or I also see Roy could like uh, jab him to death. And not let that's him get all he got. That's all he got. Honestly. He better move. That's the only thing he has. <laughs> it's not good, bro. Tyson does not play. Um, he better become the hardest target. What's hit. bad though is that Roy be talking smack recently. Hold on, let me see <laughs> another YouTube. I lost my job as a sales. Yeah. Oh, another YouTube ad. Love those. If you've lost your yeah. coverage. There you go. Hold on. We get stuck together now. Come November twenty-eight. Now I get to go at the pool, which is what I want to do anyway. So now they gave me a new term, a new date. And a new chance to act a fool, which is what I love to do anyway. So come November 28th, I'm coming to act a fool. Be ready. Oh, boy. Nice. So I got the hand speed a little bit. Okay. It's fast. That's what you better do right there. Just jab him. Yeah, jab him in death. Dude, I can't wait to watch this. <laughs> he's getting me hype watching these videos. Yeah, this is actually the first time I see him hit. Yeah, he's, he swings, man. He's good. He's a good. He knows how to punch, man. He went 49 0 for no reason. It's like these guys, though, at this age, still being able to do that. It's just, it's, it's not right, man. It's not right. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> All right, Tyson. Yeah, don't get caught with that one. Yeah, bro. Tyson Jordy yeah. could get knocked out too. Yeah, You've seen it. Tyson. It if Tyson doesn't do that on, on point, if he doesn't come on point, it's a wrap. That's it, man. Who do, you, who do you got, man? Who do you got on this fight, honestly, man? Oh, man. You're going to make me pick? Yeah, man. I already told you what I, my, what I predict. What, you got Tyson? I got Tyson knocking him out. Knocking him out? Straight One out. round. Straight out. 
Uh, this is what I think, man. I think for a couple rounds, I think Roy Jones is going to box his face off. I think that he's going to dance around, and then I think he's going to start showboating, and it's going to piss Tyson off, <laughs> and then Tyson going to knock him out. I, I can see that. I can see that. Man. I definitely see a knockout happen. I don't see this going oh to the cards, goodness, man. Oh, my bro. That is going to be some These funny guys stuff. got a lot of anger built up in them, man, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see this, man, but... I, I'm just honestly disappointed at uh, how boxing has gone down as a sport in general. Yeah, let's talk about that. Oh my goodness. Like, okay, so yeah, heavyweights used to be the thing, and I guess they're kind of the thing now. I mean, you got Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, which Deontay Wilder looked like poop last time. Yeah, man, that's <laughs> last, what I'm saying. I honestly. terrible. And then he goes, oh, I was wearing a 40 pound suit before the. What? Bro, are you kidding me? Nah, man. Are you kidding me? That's just, they've become so soft and they get paid so much more than the UFC fighters. It's wrong. Well, besides Connor. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, man, it's ridiculous, dude. I don't get it. So, so um, who's the fighters to look at right now? You got the newest, probably the best new fight is uh, you got Vasily Lomachenko. Yeah. And you got uh, uh, Teofimo Lopez fighting he, each other. Yeah, he's an entertainer. Apparently. We'll see. But they're just not fighting enough, man. You got, like, one boxing match a year, man. Like, a it's weird. A, a, like, an actual decent fight worth watching. And, and compared to UFC happening every weekend. Even if not every weekend is an amazing bout or card, I should say. But you got, you're going to get action. You know these guys are coming in there hungry. So that's why I love watching I mean, all I got to say is if Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather's is still boxing's biggest draw, that's not good because yeah, <laughs> they're old as hell, man. Yeah, that's what I'm, yeah, 100%, man. I mean, the best, the, the, the closest best fight, or not even a close fight, but one of the best fights I've watched recently is Pacquiao. Pacquiao versus Thurman was a great fight to watch. Yeah, man, and I, I'm, a, I'm a Thurman fan. I'll say I am, but... Yeah, but he got pooped he got, yeah, it was bad. He got showed, he got yeah, showed yeah. that he wasn't as good as he thought. I hope, yeah, and look, at he hasn't really fought since then. I wouldn't been. fight either yeah man it's bad that's what i'm talking <laughs> he about he thought he was the man i guess you know not. you got danny garcia Lost someone who's 41 yeah that's bad <laughs> yeah what is he 28 30 something Keith like thurman that. something young something man like that man yeah and, and danny garcia is another one what's going on with him you know slacking it's, they're all slacking slacking yeah man no nah, they it's pretty much over i mean you got adrian broner was supposed to be the face now he's booty yeah man it's just it's all about <laughs> the money to them now no one wants to fight man yeah that's what it is about i mean let's be honest a lot of these sports are like that nowadays yeah but that's Looking what i'm saying sport. It, it, ufc if you ufc should be getting that kind of money that's all i'm saying oh yeah if, for if you're sure. having to protect yourself from elbows and 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 flying knee kicks or something so like it should definitely be worth, it's reversed, I think. I definitely, well, maybe not reversed, but at least the same amount. Or yeah, like close. 100%. You know, or if it's not guaranteed, maybe like add up the pay-per-views a little bit more or something like that. Yeah, but, I wouldn't, I don't, you don't even see that anymore. A, a, a boxing match, go pay-per-view, man. When was that last time that happened? Uh, Mayweather. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you already or, know where you're getting there. <laughs> or maybe Pacquiao. Yeah, you're just going to get straight domination by yeah, Floyd Mayweather. By card. Yeah. Pop, pop and hit, pop and hit, pop and hit. Yeah, bro, he's 40 something years old. He ain't knocking nobody out no more. I want to hear it. Last dude he knocked out was Victor Ortiz. <laughs> <laughs> Pacquiao yeah. knocked nobody out either. See? Amen. Yeah. Amen. When you get old, man, you lose it a little bit. They, just ain't, lost, they just ain't lost the boxing IQ and speed, man. Both of them. Just dominating the competition. Yeah, <laughs> it's so up. sad. Like Floyd Mayweather can be out of the game for three years and come back and dominate somebody. That's not good, man. Yeah, that's not. <laughs> that's not good for any anybody at the sport right now, especially because he's old. He needs to stay retired. Manny Pacquiao needs to just whoop somebody who's the best and then go retire. <laughs> so, so, so who who do you, who does Oscar De La Hoya fight? Oh my gosh! Co <laughs> cocaine addiction. Uh, <laughs> he fights cocaine addiction. Hey, hey, like Joe Rogan said, hey, uh, cocaine ain't cheap, man. Nah, that was Dana White. Oh, that was Dana White. Yeah, that's uh, what we were watching. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, cocaine ain't cheap. He's got to do something for it. Yeah, yeah, man, that guy's whacked out of his mind, man. He's fat. Yeah, man. Hey, look at Tyson's older. Tyson ain't fat though. Not no more. Yeah, look how he works out, man. Tyson's a beast. Hey, maybe. Tyson's a different animal. Look, man. <laughs> When De La Hoya, yeah, De La Hoya was definitely a champ. He was good, but man, I'm telling you, he don't want to come back against somebody like a what weight class would he even fight in? Dude, Pacquiao would smoke him again. Go ahead, fight Pacquiao, De La Hoya. That would be bad. For yeah, him. exactly. That would be bad. Yeah, they're both the same age, or De La Hoya's a little bit older. That's probably, it. Probably, Just yeah, a little bit. Just a little bit. It's okay. Go fight, fight Floyd Mayweather again. Get yeah, beat on. Yeah, that, no, he definitely don't want to go there. <laughs>
<laughs> like, come on, man. That would be a walk in the park for Mayweather. Yeah, it'd be stupid. It'd be stupid. Yeah, he doesn't need to fight nobody. That's that's that, what I think. Yeah, I think he, he needs to, to stay retired. I think he needs to be a joke. Yeah, yeah he was kidding. Yeah, kidding, guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for real, bro. It, it doesn't need to happen. Straight yeah, 100%. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So what do you think about John Jones going to heavyweight? Oh, man. That's a great switch-up question right there. I love it. I want to see him fight Nganu, but Nganu's got to fight Stipe, so Stipe whooped him up last time. I'm interested to see that. I'm interested to see Francis Ngano and Stipe. Yeah, man. He, that's Francis is a different beast, man. I'm, I'm a so fan. So he touches you and you go to sleep. Yeah, man. That's night, why night. I, I think this time against Stipe, he'll win. He's got to hit him. Good. He got humbled. We'll see. I, I call it, because Stipe... Yeah, he, he's good, but I don't think he can defend that title for so much longer. But the one thing is nice for Stipe and that fight is that he don't have to worry about takedowns like with this DC. It's all going to be stand-up, and he knows that. Yeah. So we'll see. And he ain't going to go straight back like that other big dude that Francis just fought. Biggie boy. Yeah. Yeah, he got pooped on. <laughs> straight knockout in like 15 seconds. Yeah, it was bad. I seen that. It yeah. was bad, man. He's just sleeping. Oh, <laughs> I think he's snoring, bro. Yeah, night night. night. (laughs) You want to go night night? (laughs) Oh my goodness. What about uh, uh, Paulo Costa, man? Oh, I love Paulo Costa, man. Who you got that fight? I honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Adesanya could stay away from him and outpoint him. But honestly, if I was to pick a winner and put my money down, I would say Paulo Costa by knockout. Yes. Because he's just a freaking animal, dude. And he, I don't know, man. I just seen him fight multiple people, and he goes ham. So I just want to see him fight, and I'm definitely rooting for the guy. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Adesanya stuck to the outside and beat him. I can see that. He, if he's smart, honestly, that's what he should do. That's he what he should, should do. He but should not. Does the guy let him, though? I, he's acting tough. Like He, got, he can stand yeah, up like with beast. the best of them. <laughs> But man, let's face it, you are not built like <laughs> Paulo Costa, man. Or or Yoel Romero. Yeah, yeah, those are different animals for sure. Yeah, man, they're freaking made of steel. Yoel yeah. Romero's like 43. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's, I'm telling you, these guys are just, this ain't oh, right, some man. different roids yeah, in this bro. country, bro. <laughs> I don't know what he's eating over they, there. They're getting stronger, but the older they get. What the heck is it? <laughs> I want what oh, they have, man. Oh, my goodness, no <laughs> doubt, man. But, hey, it's been great talking to you, man. Uh, awesome talking to everybody. Hope everybody enjoying the podcast. Uh, it's been it's been great. Yeah, it's been awesome, man. It's only number two, man. Yeah, if anybody has any ideas or anything they want to... Uh, Anything they want us to go over, shout us out. Uh, you can hit us up at potatoesperformance at outlook.com. You can go on to our Instagram, pptc underscore fitness. Um, you can contact us there. You can look us up on Facebook. We're everywhere, man. So just find us, contact us, be like, hey, we've been listening to your podcast, and uh, can we get someone with nutrition on, or can we get someone with this on? We're just looking for different ideas for the future, guys, so we can provide the content for you guys. So reach out, man. Let us know what you want. Yep, 100%. Reach out. You got to make that first step. It starts with you. We can only help you along the way, but you got to start. You got to start. That's right. And if it's just by listening to the podcast and getting good information from us to start, that's totally fine. You know, being at home, walking around in nature, doing just moving your body every single day is really all you need to do to stay healthy. Simple as that. Yep. Simple as that. One step at a time. Yep. So I'm Ronnie Petito. I'm Roy Mejia. And I hope you all have a great day. See you next podcast. Yeah.